Hello and welcome. You're listening to the Mix Sizzle and Shake Your Business podcast and sometimes live show starting recently. As uh, maybe you have seen or heard, the podcast is now offered often and going to be more often in a live streaming version. So I've been working diligently on putting that together. I have a lot of great show topics and show guests coming up for you and some presentations ready to go. But one of the things that have been holding me back jumping into live streaming and doing it full out is that it feels like there's some turmoil in terms of what's appropriate and what's not, what's acceptable, and where you should be producing for social media, and where social media marketing should be placed or not placed, and where you as a person, for personal and business reasons, should be interacting on social. There are questions about censorship, There are questions about the algorithms feeding you what they want and not necessarily what you want. There are questions about people being locked out of their favorite social platforms, often with no apparent reason as to why. Uh, A lot of times these are not politically um, centered postings or people who are politically involved, but they somehow are getting banned um, for an opinion or sharing something. I don't know. I'm struggling. Are you struggling? So here's what I said. I said, are your, how are your, and this is the question because look, I've been on Twitter since, mm, I don't know. I'm thinking 2015, maybe I'm thinking maybe later, maybe 16, but I'm thinking 15. And um, I've developed my Twittering to an elite level. (laughs) I'm just going to throw it out there. I've met and done business through contacts I've made on Twitter. I've become friends where I could actually ask questions to influencers in my topics and in my field and even around my field. I have made friends who have become friends (laughs) straight up. Um, And I've had some really great discussions and I research through Twitter. I even look at some other things. But the problem is, are they like Facebook starting to skew what you see to what they want you to see rather than just everything that you are supposed to be seeing and everything like I don't want to see politics at all guys I'll be honest with you I don't want to see it or talk about it I talk about it in real life in personal life but it's not something that crosses into my business world I've always been that way for 30 years I've been that way I don't want to talk about politics uh, in conjunction with any business I believe it is um, a hot potato in your hand that could, you know, burn you, uh, depending on how other people view things. I also believe that everyone is entitled to their opinion, regardless of what I feel about their opinion. It's their opinion. So, you know, I 
you're entitled to your opinion in my world. You are entitled to think about things or ask questions. Um, and you're, you're, in fact, celebrated if you ask questions, if you find out and want to know more about what's true and what's not true, and if you want to have a lively discussion on any topic. Um, people see things from their own perspective, from their own bias, because we all have bias built in by our complete background, our complete history, our complete upbringing. It's socioeconomic, physiological, physiological, psychological. It all is in there. You guys know this. <laughs> it's, there's, humans have a lot of layers. But why we have to hate somebody based on their opinion, I don't understand. I don't have to agree with you. I don't have to support the same candidate you support. I don't have to support any candidates if they're all assholes. I'm just saying. That's an option, too. Uh, the point I'm trying to make is that, you know, sometimes it's sad to me that in America, the cream of the crop that you get to pick from isn't what I consider the cream of any crop. But that's how the system works. Do you and your vote really do anything or not? I don't know. But you have a world responsibility, a citizen of the world responsibility to try to do the best you can to participate in the system, you know, in voting, um, in questioning what your government is doing with your money and with your life. And we also have the opportunity to be free in speaking and asking questions and having opinions and even free in protesting. Um, and it doesn't matter what your protest is. You have the right in our country to protest freedom of speech, freedom of um, assembly. These things are essential to who we are and who we have become and who what our bias is because of how we've grown up in whatever country we live in. We all have this. Um, and, you know, I'm kind of, I guess, speaking as an American, you know, right now, that would be my bias and my background and upbringing. But I believe that the two-politic polit system, the two-party system was brought about as a system of check and balance. It wasn't made to be one side versus the other. It was just to keep everybody honest. And instead, it is just really diluted and rotted and changed into something that I don't think was the intention of the system whatsoever. We need to be one country and one people. And we need to feel that all of us, even as we disagree and discuss our way to what works. Okay, I don't want to talk politics. I hate talking politics. That sounded political. And why does this matter? Because I'm talking about how our social channels perform lately. My Twitter, as I started to say, is really tanking compared to how my Twitter has grown consistently since day one, all the way until, I think, January of this year, Twitter has been a good thing. All of a sudden, at the beginning of the year, and with, I, I get, I'm guessing it has to do with the political climate. I'm guessing it has to do with people dumping Twitter or 
being mad at you if you speak on social and you're not talking politics that's on everybody's mind. I'm, you know, tone deaf if I talk about marketing and writing and social media marketing and business. But guess what, you guys? That's what I talk about on social. I'm not on there to discuss politics. Are you? If you are, that's cool, but that's a personal, maybe it's, it's, maybe it is associated with your business. But again, that, that's your choice and that's cool. Why is it that you can't, you, you're accused of something just because you don't participate? So if I continue to talk about business and blogging and blinging your blog and all the things that I love and is important to me and I've worked so hard to work on for so many years and now all of a sudden I'm not allowed to, you know, I'm, I'm, uh, it's just, it's very heartbreaking. You know, 2020 struck everyone. It, it struck everyone and it struck everyone in hard ways and in different ways and in sad ways and in a lot of ways. But, you know, who you are is how you react in times of problems. Who you are is not how you act when all is hunky-dory, guys. Who you are is how you act when there are times of turmoil and there are problems in your world. It could be personally, it could be publicly, it could be societally, like the whole political, cultural, social scene right now. Um, We should all support one another. Black, white, green. We should all support one another. But that's how I have always felt. So now that you people are all fighting with each other, why is it that my social channels are tanking because I don't want to talk about negativity and hate and fighting. I want to talk about business and marketing and social media and blogging and writing and the things that are important to me and to my business and to my life and what I consider to be, you know, top priority. Um, Yes, our country's top priority, but I'm going to tell you, I'm just one little speck. And while I have a voice as that speck, I I can do all kinds of things without it being part of my business. And so, I don't know. I just don't like, how do you guys feel? Do you like, how, how does it feel? Are you blurring the lines? Does it feel like the lines are blurring between, you know, you have to be fighting and be political in order to even appear on social? And then if you do that, you're now divided in one half or the other half. And then if you are on this half, you're called stupid. And if you're on this half, you're called greedy. And if you're, you know, I'm not who I'm associated with. I'm me, you know, people around me don't determine who I am as a human, do they? If, if you're part of a party, do you believe and agree with every single thing, every single person in that party has to be on one thought line at all times? I hope not. I don't think it works that way. I don't think people work that way. I don't think that even on your side, you can be in agreement all the time, even with that. So what I'd like you to do is open your mind. And now we have to contend with how does social fit in? Now, here's my question. Let me first um, keep trying to get to this and I keep 
going off track. I, you know, this is an unscripted, as you can tell, um, discussion today because, you know, I'm really struggling, guys. I, I've been working so hard and putting together the blog bling and trying to, you know, all of a sudden nobody wants to talk about blog bling, even though you all need to, because you all need to do better with your blog. You all need to run a business and your blog is the content hub for that business. It is your digital home. It is your digital blueprint. Your footprint is made through that personal property that you own. Um, You can be thrown off all of these uh, things, these social platforms in about a second. So, you know, nobody should be relying on anything but their own real estate, their blog and web property to, you know, carry their digital footprint, even if you participate around uh, the other areas of social and other platforms, you still need to have your digital home that's your space that you're in charge of the rules. Now, Here's the question I ask you. We are supposed to have rules around these social platforms, which are really a catch-22 in even how they're set up. We have the government ruling of the Section 230, I think it's 230, whatever it is, that says that, you know, platforms aren't responsible for third-party content. And then we have, on the other hand, a platform saying, well, we do have rules for against certain things, whether it be pornography or um, hate speech or, you know, all these things that, you know, are important and do fall outside of the boundary of what people should be bringing to a social platform and should be allowed. But when I get to, as a platform, decide whether your opinion, your discussion, your share of an, an article is is appropriate or not based on my opinion, not on, you know, it's an opinion at some point that these people are de- are deciding what is appropriate or not, what is truth or not. First of all, if you are sharing something from out of journalism, out of a New York Times, out of a Wall Street Journal, out of a USA Today, you know, other publications, you should have two things. You should assume that there is a duty for these publications to have fact-checking and confirm sources and to present a picture that gives you all angles, all sides, and not just one side. But we all know that that's not the case, because as soon as it filters through a human being, there's always a bias. It's, un, it's not on purpose, but that, that's reality. Now, if you are sharing something through a reputable source that's supposed to be a newsworthy source, you should be you should have be able to have a certain level of confidence that these things were fact-checked. On top of that, you should have, as a person who is curating information, or if you're a writer like I am, you should be checking the sources that you're using or this data that you're providing. You should be making sure that you are working from reliable sources and fact-checking and doing the research. This is all imperative. This is all to be speaking the truth as best you know it. Now... When you do an article that's a an editorial type piece, you are giving your 
position on something, and usually you still want to prove it by some kind of background or resource or something that supports what you are saying. It's not just, you know, poppycock that you just made up out of the blue and are stating as fact. So, you know, we need to give credence to honest journalism. I mean, or is there none? So if, if it's the New York Times and the Wall Street Journal and USA Today and, you know, some of these sources that, you know, we hope are reliable, fact-checked sources of news and information, and we share that, who is a platform then to say, oh, I'm fact-checking the media? I mean, we all need to fact-check the media. We all need to fact-check everything that we think and that we do. But, we, you know, there's also opinions. There's also gray areas. It's not all black and white. And that's why we have conversation. That's why we have discussion. That's why we share opinions. That's why we have to be open to each other's opinions and then make our own decisions based the best we can on what we know. So I ask you, is it up to social platforms to decide what's correct and incorrect or what's allowed to be spoken out of someone's opinionated mouth? I mean, look, opinions are like assholes. We all have one. I'm just going to say it, okay? And so how about having a little respect for people as human beings? So here's what's happening. My, I'm so, like, upset that... My Twitter, which is my favorite platform, is, you know, going down the shooter. And I guess it's maybe it's because I'm tone deaf because I don't want to fight with you about politics. I could really care less. I really know that once somebody's voted in either way or voted out or once the government is operating, I have very little as a single person on my own that I can do or say that's going to change anything. So who am I aggravating? Who am I... Where am I making a, an impact except for exasperating my own self fighting over these things? I just, I'm not into it, you guys. I want to I live in peace and love. I want to be a person who shares and gives and helps and helps these, you know, if my opinion is asked, if I have a place that I can show my support then, you know, I do that. I do my small part. I do many parts. I, you know, I vote. I'm a voter for all my life. I try to be a good citizen of the world. But I don't believe that, I don't believe that censorship should exist in any way, shape, or form. I think that people should be allowed to, and I think social platforms were made to be social. Here's what I wrote on LinkedIn. Because my social platforms, I feel like, are tanking and they bring in the bulk of my traffic and have brought me customers. They're key to my operation. So here's what I say. Why I ask about how your channels are performing is it seems like the turmoil is lingering and social dissatisfaction is higher than ever. Again, I'm going to interject right here in what I'm trying to say because I kind of felt like I put off what I had planned to do starting in March of last year when the pandemic hit. I stopped like everybody did out of respect on social to find out, you know, for the 
health of mankind. What did we need to know? People didn't care about my business or their business or they just were trying to live and to find out what's going on. I get that. You know, we all took a pause in the action. But, you know, I feel like I'm still paralyzed since that pause. I'm still working. I'm still taking care of clients. I'm still doing the best I can um, moving forward. I still feel hopeful every day. I still feel positive. But I also feel punched in the gut. I feel like my social trajectory that was moving forward, like many of you, kind of got a little kick in the teeth too, along with business and economy and all of it. Um, So back to what I'm saying. So I've been good, I say in this post, at keeping social away from negativity because that's not who I am. But lately, it seems like there's an air of distrust, skepticism, and all of that hanging like a dark, strangling cloud over what was once fun social interactions, business topics, and good discussion. And sadly, social platforms as a place to bring people together now feel more like they divide moving people further apart instead. Censorship and bias are so prevalent today. It's no wonder distrust is escalating. But here's the question. From a social media marketing standpoint, how do you see things at this point? Can you still be successful organically using your favorite social channels? and platforms? Or does this actually widen the gap and establish a pay-to-play only social network model? And you know, guys, if this is the case, it's the small business guys, the solopreneurs, the freelancers, you know, the, the small businesses who social channels mean so much to on an organic level who are going to get booted in the butt here because the big guys still got all the money to do all the advertising and push you right out of the scene. Before, organically, you had a chance to be noticed. You didn't have to have a huge budget to find customers in that way. Um, so this is, this is a problem, I feel. And in that case, so how do you support social channels now? Um, what if you don't trust them generally? Do you still stay on them for business sake? Are you willing to pay and lose that playing field that was mu- once leveled off, offering that organic social media marketing to smaller businesses? I'd really love to know what your pros, um, perspective is on th- these kind of questions because I'm going to be honest with you. You haven't even heard a podcast in about a month um, or seen a live streaming video, although I had a couple things that canceled, so, you know, that happens. And I had some problems. I had some my studio torn apart for a minute there and what have you. But the point I'm trying to make is that we, we really need to rethink and to think further about social media marketing channels, how they work, which ones we want to be part of and support, how much we want to allow Big Brother and Big Tech to control our data, our information that's delivered to us, our ability to have an honest discussion, even if 
what we say is off the wall, you know, we're still allowed to say it. That's that's in this country anyway. I don't know, guys. <coughs> Excuse me. I feel like huh, I'm struggling. Let me sip my coffee. Sorry about that. I feel like I'm struggling. I wonder if you are. Um, and I've decided that I guess I'm going to just keep plugging like I always do. I'm going to keep talking about things that are important to me and the things that interest me and that I'm excited about, which is blinging your blog and social media marketing and digital marketing, content marketing, business and marketing and all things content. Because that's what we do at the McSizzle and Shake Your Business podcast. We talk about all things business and content. And guess what? Those topics keep me going keep me happy, keep me learning, keep me moving forward in a positive direction. Fighting with people over politics and social injustices, as much as I have an opinion and I have a position on those things, they're not what I want to come through with on my business social media, on my podcast, on my shows. They're not what I want to talk about. That doesn't mean they shouldn't be talked about. But I shouldn't and you shouldn't feel guilty to not want to, you know, pull yourself out of the hate. And that's what, how I look at it. I would rather pull myself out of the hate and put myself into the light. I don't care if it's a light in a different topic, if it's my topic of business and marketing and writing and blogging and blinging your blog and content marketing. You understand, right? You understand what I'm saying. Okay, this is the most I've ever <laughs> freely spoken on the podcast about, you know, I have an opinion a lot of times, and a lot of times I do want to pop in and say something I think about current events, um, but if they don't fit what you have come to listen to me for, which is, you know, business and content, then, you know, I'm not sure that it always fits. Now, sometimes it might, and I think maybe... In this brave new 2021, maybe I will talk about my opinion or my um, two cents, if you will, on a topic that, you know, is on everybody's mind and heart since nobody wants to talk about the other things. They have to talk about what's, you know, on the current gossip column list, whether it be politics, whether it be crime, you know. <laughs> I don't know. I, I really feel like, guys, we need, ladies and gentlemen, we need to take a breather and move forward in a positive direction, whatever that is. Now, if you're in politics, you need to talk about politics a lot. You need to move forward a lot. There's a lot of work to do for our country. So get on it. Um, fighting with each other and being two-sided is not helping our country. It's not helping the people. And we, the people, are what it's supposed to all be for, is it not? So I would like to invite you as we, the people, and I don't care if you're from the U.S. or any country, I would like to invite you into my world of business and marketing and content and I would like to tell you that it's a, a, 
um, what should I say, a respect everyone's own, um, where we respect you here in in the world of Sue Ann and <laughs> blogging world, blogging and, and uh, marketing and content. We accept you here as you are. We want you to have opinions. We want you to look. You might have an opinion today and tomorrow it's completely different. You might have switched, might have completely flip-flopped. Woo, much to people's surprise. Because guess what? You're allowed to change your opinions. You're allowed to talk to other people and do more research and learn and grow and adjust your thinking. You don't have to be stuck in a single thing and that's the only answer. If you're not finding an answer, you need to move forward and look for an answer. You can't be stagnant in your opinions. You can't be stagnant in your hatred anymore. You need to be open-minded. You need to move forward in a positive direction. You need to approach your social media as it feels right to you. And uh, a lot of my friends are hopping off of Facebook. They're hopping off of Twitter. And I'm in a real dilemma because, well, I'm not that good at Facebook, frankly. But um, I'm on there because of learning groups. That's what drew me to the platform in the first place. I didn't even want to get on then, but I was part of a learning thing that, that, you know, a course that I had to get on to participate. And that's what pulled me into Twitter in the first place. I mean, Facebook, uh, I've always called it, you may have heard me say this before in a podcast, I've always called it Assbook. Um, I don't like talking about my personal stuff. I've never talked about my personal stuff. I'm trying to be social by allowing people to see me on a personal level more and you know certainly um I guess that it is good to you know try to share some of your personal stuff but what excites me is my business stuff (laughs) I don't care about my personal stuff I'm weird I'm a weird ducky I've told you that before on the podcast too but the point I'm trying to make is why don't we all try to move forward in a positive direction? Why don't we all try to climb higher and move above the hatred and the divisiveness and be one, we the people? Why don't we try to do what makes us happy, what makes us shine, what makes us feel peaceful and love, even if it's not the topic that the world says you're supposed to be on? Because I don't want to talk about politics. Sorry, guys. I just don't. And I know some other creators that feel the same. And, you know, maybe they're more established than I am. And maybe they can, um, you know, quit doing social media and walk away from, you know, what they've been building through their social channels for years and years and still be fine. But, you know, I, I was working them. I'm still was I'm in the middle of working them. And it's like the rugs pulled out. And uh, it's been rough. I, I've been in a real kind of di- dilemma here um, And I'm just going to just have to shake it off, as are you, and we're going to have to jump in. I know it's February 2021. I know it's February and and it might feel like, you know, what the heck, you missed a month on social, you know, doing social and feeling mixed up and not producing the podcast or doing your live shows, but I'm working on all that in the background, by the way, because what I'm going to give you is going to be 
as best I can and as great as I can. I've been writing like mad. Uh, How to Bling Your Blog and Feed That Hog is coming back with a bang and a roar and a really improved, uh, um, hopefully improved whole situation because I learned so much from doing the beta with uh, Ryan. And uh, the people who participated have given feedback, and we're going to, you know, it's going to be upgraded. But it should have been already kicked off. It should have already been happening. And, um, you know, I, you know, my inner critic, whatever, I don't know, guys. I feel like it's been so hard, and I, I feel like probably some of you have been feeling the same thing. So today I just decided to come out and say, wow, wow. It's been hard. Um, it's been confusing. Uh, you don't know if you're doing right or wrong to stay the course. You don't know if you're right or wrong if you stay on platforms like Facebook that you know take everything from you and give you what? You can't even see the people that you want to see. They decide who you see. It's, I, I'm just, it's so sad. Um, <clears throat> you know, but it's like everything, you know, a lot of people, they say they care about you, but do they care about you? No, they care about themselves. They care about the money they're making off of your input, your content, your data, your, you are everything to them. And they are treating you like you don't deserve to make your own decisions on your own opinions or the content that you see. They'll decide what to, to feed you. Just feels wrong, guys. Uh, feels hard. Feels like it's shaken up my belief in our world. Now, here's another thought for you. I'll just throw this out there. These social platforms and these apps are public. They're open to the public. You hop on and you're allowed to download them on your phone or your computer or your device. Um, I had a business that was open to the public for years. And I used to say to myself, geez, I can't stand this person. They are so obnoxious and rude coming in here. Do I want them to be my customer? Now, we all have fired customers before, so we all understand what I'm talking about. There are customers who are not good customers. I don't care what business you have. There are good customers and there are not good customers. And once you become established enough that you can not have to take any customer and every customer, then you get to decide who you want to work with. And you don't have to put up with those not good customers. You want to have everybody be in your light, which is a positive good light, and that's who you want to work with. Um, So that's an absolute. That's an absolute. But I was told that I'm not allowed to say that if I'm open to the public, I'm not allowed to say you can't come in because I don't like you. I'm not allowed to do that. The only way I could do that in my business would be to become a private club. Now, that's not to say that my I wasn't allowed to have rules within my establishment, just like these platforms are allowed to have rules, but they had to let I had to let everybody in in my publicly open physical business. Why? Do these apps, these social platforms, have the opportunity to, to, to decide based on their rules, which seem to be a floating, they, they're different rules for different 
people, it seems like, or different opinions. In other words, they're making the rules based on their, there's not a, there's not a set ruling. It's just, there's a sliding system and it, it shouldn't be that way. And if you're supposed to be a platform that's open to the public, if I'm a buyer and want to buy you, then I should be able to buy you. But if I, what I put on your platform you don't like, tough luck, kind of. I don't know. I mean, because I had to let people in that I didn't like into my business for years because I'm open to the public. So, hmm, how does that work? Another food for thought for you. Well, I don't know how long I've been talking, but I have a feeling it's beyond uh, my usual (laughs) uh, amount of time to say something important. Maybe this wasn't important. Maybe I'm rambling. But I will be back. I will be having, let's see, who's my next guest? Anthony Ganzel from Granite Creative will be coming on. We'll be talking about relationship building using social platforms, interestingly. And that conversation from when it was initially, when we initially scheduled to when we're ready to start to record this live has, you know, really shifted. Maybe the questions and the concerns and the discussion might be a little bit different than what I envisioned and and maybe what Anthony envisioned when we initially made the appointment to do this because it has certainly been things are shaking up and um, but I still think that forget the platforms forget everything else it's still about relationships right it's still about the people that you meet that you talk to that you become friends with that you become colleagues and collaborators with and that you you know even do work for and do projects that meet you for work you know that's really you know what the concern is but um I ask you, where, you know, do you continue to, you know, uh, to me, these personal relationships are important and I don't want to lose them. But then again, do I want to sell my soul to big tech? Do I want to give the world to monopolies and leave a lot of us small guys, you know, in the dust? Hmm. So much to contemplate, right? Well, For now, get out there, mix, sizzle, and shake your business. This is Sue Ann with Right Mix for Business. And on the Mix, Sizzle, and Shake Your Business show, I bring you everything business and content with a little side trip today. Although really, I'm asking you about your thoughts on social media. Hit me up. You know how. Social channels, email, whatever. Reach out. I hear a lot of you uh, from a lot of you in all kinds of ways. (laughs) So I really appreciate it. Have a great day and happy February 2021. Let's go out and kick a new year into new gear and really shake it up. Mix it up, sizzle it up and grow our businesses. Okay. Okay. We can do it. Talk to you soon. Thanks. Thanks for checking out this Right Mix for Business presentation. Remember, if you need to bling your blog or you need help with any content assets for your business, write Mix for Business.
Yep. <laughs>